0: Left alone to our own devices, two seemingly unscathed Gen Xers muddling through life, learning lessons the hard way. We raised ourselves and aren't afraid to be badass bitches. So hold our coffee while we talk, like, then and now,
1: we are the last key Chicks. So, Julie, welcome back. Welcome back, Mel. I'm excited because this is a really big day. It's a big day? Well, we're sitting in a brand new space and I'm just feeling, I'm feeling so much uh, excitement to like make the space ours as we do this first recording. Um, I like that you have a little candle going for us. Well, you know, we needed to have some ambiance. And we, yeah, I mean, we have potpourri on the table. It hasn't been dispersed yet because we're not sure we want to use it. Yeah. We'll save it for the dump. Yeah, that is a dump. Tool, but right now, um, it's there. It's there to help us channel, um, you know, a whole bunch of good vibes. So, you set up a new space for us. We hope that it sounds good. We're trying to kind of figure our stuff out. We're, yes. We're, this is a work in progress. Yeah, aren't we all? Pretty much that's on life and in general. That's life. But what what I like is it's cozy, and I feel like, and we're staying on bean bags, which really brings me back. To my, day, my younger days. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was why weren't we doing this from day one? I don't know. Because I hadn't taken the time to set it oh, up. Oh, well, I blame you for sure. Yeah, blame yeah. me. Yeah. All right. It's always my fault. Yeah. Well, cool. Now that we've established that. Yeah, always. Troublemaker. I, I always tell people to just blame me. I don't care. Well, yeah, you don't. You literally don't. Like, you're one of the yeah. funniest people in that regard. Like, I could blame you and be like, so. Yeah. Oh, well, I did it. <laughs> You must have had a heck of a childhood, you think? Did you always just let people like? Blame I'm just trying you? to think. Were you a scapegoat?
0: Not really. Yeah, okay. I I was. I mean, I usually probably was the one who did it.
1: Ah. <laughs> I mean, what did you do, Mal, that got you into the biggest amount of trouble ever? Like as a kid, we don't have to go into the real bad stuff, friend. I was an angel. I never got in trouble. Um, I was never spanked. No. No. Oh, gosh. I, no. I was a little bit naughty when I was younger until I kind of got out of that phase. But, you know, when you're little, you, like, push the envelope. Um, yeah, I had, I had some moments.
0: One moment that sticks out was when I was in the first grade. I got in trouble because this boy handed me a note, and it said, Do you like me, yes or no? She's so cute. So I circled yes and handed it back, and the teacher saw the note, and we got
1: in trouble. She squashed young love. Was she, that the end of the interaction, or were you boyfriend girlfriend? I really don't remember anything beyond that, so it must have really just put that flame out. That's just awful. That's does she? That could have been the true love of your life, because you know my true love was in my first grade class. Really, my husband. That's just weird. He was a classmate in first grade. Um, We eventually got separated into two classes. We were too big, and our alcoholic teacher had (laughs) a breakdown, and they were like, okay, we're going to figure this situation out. Um, So we got separated, like Romeo and Juliet. Wow. Um, But we were also at that age on the same t-ball team. Ooh. And our t-ball team was called the Optimist Club. Which how is a little kid gonna ever say that word? Optimist, and that seems so unlike the Gen X era
0: to be optimistic.
1: It's so true. Apparently, it was a business. You're always affiliated with a local business, so I would like to go back and understand what those optimists were really up to. Like, did they try to go around like changing people's? (laughs) (laughs) They're like bringing little baskets of cookies. Oh my God. <laughs> well, so we were on the same t ball team and I was like one of two girls because it's you know, this was a big thing for girls to play on T ball. I don't know. I don't That's, know why it was You were trying to just scope
0: out the boys because you knew you yeah, had
1: a higher damn. chance. I loved it. Um, but yeah, he was on the same T ball team and yeah, young love started in first grade. Wow. Yeah. So we didn't really know me. I, I I'm sure of it. He didn't pay attention to me, but The stars were aligned. Yeah. So just first grade teachers, if you're doing anything to squash young love, stop. God. Speaking of school. It's back to school time. You know, we've kind of primed this really well to talk about, I mean, this is a big topic. There's a lot to remember about school days for Gen Xers. They were not what you see today. Oh. They weren't? Well, we didn't have the same level of like, I don't feel like my parents were out there trying to like get the perfect things. I mean, like a moment of like shoe shopping. Oh, yeah. And, you know, getting the the lunchbox, the little tin lunchbox with the thermos. That was... Happening, but I just feel like you know, we have so much pressure, and there's like a whole day where you go in to drop off supplies. There's the whole thing around getting ready for school. I mean, we just had
0: our one little pencil box that had to contain everything, yep. And our trapper
1: keepers, yes, always had the trapper keepers. I had that satisfying sound.
0: Oh, the velcro,
1: there's nothing better. No, I mean, I feel bad for kids with their sad binders that don't make any sounds. That click is just so hollow, and yeah, it's gross. But the Velcro on that Trapper Keeper, did it ever wear out for you? No, I don't think it ever did. No, It was excellent construction. It was always so
0: hard, though, if you were trying to sneak into, like, your little portfolio because your teacher was talking about something mm-hmm. and you're trying to be discreet. No. No. There was Everyone turned discreet. and
1: they heard the Velcro. Another public shaming moment. There's a lot yeah. of shaming moments in school. Um, yeah, the pencil box, the Trapper Keeper. What lunch? I mean, lunchboxes were really the big thing. Like, what was your first lunchbox that you remember?
0: I don't really remember my first lunchbox. I remember around the second grade, though, I had a Buck Rogers lunchbox.
1: Apparently, Buck (laughs) Rogers—that doesn't even seem of the time. Wasn't that like a nineteen sixties or no? That was a new
0: TV show. Oh, yeah. I think it was. Was it Gil Gerard? was on it. He, I think he was Buck.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. So I think that's the one I remember. And then years later I remember having a Smurf lunchbox.
1: Oh, so cute. The Smurfs. How smurferific? <laughs> <laughs> well, my first one I wanna say was Popeye. Really? I, I just I might be wrong. So I might have to double check that fact. But I remember Popeye being a thing for me. Um I also remember like wonder woman stuff i think that was big i was a huge wonder woman freak i dressed up as wonder woman when i was in first or or maybe kindergarten um but those are the and i just remember the satisfaction of opening my tin lunchbox cover grabbing my thermos which was what did your thermos have i always had milk milk yeah it was a beverage what was in yours I don't I'm really remember. Really was recall. it small? Was it SpaghettiOs? I feel like it could have very well
0: have been like a hot, hot mm-hmm. lunch type deal. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, because you could always just buy your little
1: milks. True. Yeah, I think I might have bought my milk and poured it in to look fancy because it had a little cup yeah. on top. Yep, the Ooh, old, so old-fashioned. Yeah. Fancy, I guess. That was our fanciness. Really?
0: now what about backpacks I don't really remember having a special backpack no I mean, not today no. you can get like, it wasn't something. on my
1: radar i I mean later on in like high school it might have I feel like Jansport was a thing yeah I don't know but no no recollection of a specific backpack but my shoe like going back to outfits it was all about the shoes for for me I don't know yeah. why I was obsessed with these blue little like Mary Jane type shoes. like Fancy shoes? Fancy shoes. And the shoe shop we went to was really cool. It was downtown um, in the city I grew up in. It was like the sh- shoe shop. Ooh. And they had a ramp you could run on. Did the- you just shine your shoes? Yes. I love the smell of shoe polish to this day. Oh, my shoe bag? My grandfather sold shoes. He was all about showing us how to take care of our shoes. Like... Who does that in this day and age? But I mean, yeah, they just get thrown they just here get and thrown there. Out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he made sure that I got, like, the right shoe polish for everything in the little brush that you, like, buff it. You buff wow. it first. Do you buff it first and then you put it on and then you buff it again? I don't know. I, always, I haven't done it in a while. I have lost that skill. I always heard that, like, that was the way if your
0: shoe was shiny enough, people could look up your skirts.
1: Really?
0: That's what I heard. That's I never had shiny shoes and
1: on purpose. Yeah, no, I don't recall anything. that that was the the reasoning. Okay. But. Well, um, talking about outfits, what do you think you were wearing like when you were like starting off in school? What was like the outfit when you were young. When
0: I was young, this is not a very good memory. Oh, I know. My mother made me homemade shirts. Wow. That is impressive. They were horrible. Oh. See, I was I was the youngest and there was a big age gap. So I really couldn't wear my sister's hand me uh, yeah, But I was also chubbier. Oh, were you pretty plus? I I was a pretty plus. Size. That's what they called it That is. in the catalogs. Yep. Sears yep. catalog did all my shopping mm-hmm. years later. Mm-hmm. But they so I couldn't really get hand-me-downs from her friend, my mom's friends or people either. Yeah. So. Wow. So what kind of like, were they like puffy blouses? With No, no. They were pretty basic. I feel like it was more like a poncho.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just remember I had a green one and a, a blue one. Like they had little people all over them.
1: Wow. Your people shirt. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple of pictures of me when I was little where... I have to share those on social. Yeah. Are you are you okay with that? I'm Going okay with that. With the... Okay. But I,
0: I had... When I started off, I had really short, like, mm-hmm. basic hair. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I went into the... See, I call them ponytails. I think yeah. some people call them pigtails. But, you know, they were on either side of my head. Those are pigtails. Okay. Yeah. And then as... I got older. I kept growing my hair,
1: Ooh. and I went to the braids. No, nice. two braids oh, every day. That's a big commitment. So you had to get up early and do the braiding. My mom always had to braid my hair. Wow, from the you must have been so adorable with your braids. Third grade through the sixth grade, every day. I'm getting Little House on the Prairie vibes. No, I don't think so. That was huge. Like Laura Ingalls looking like her. She was so cute with her braids. Mm -hmm. There was prairie kind of, uh, like I remember going to school with this prairie type dress on one year. Um, I definitely had a dress on for kindergarten and that was a big deal with my new blue shoes that I was talking about. But there was also in first grade a a dress with a bell Underneath, like I had multiple layers to my dress. Petticoat? Oh look, that I don't I mean and then there was a little bell in there that I would walk around and jingle. The jingle dress. I don't know. I loved it. I felt oh so my cool. God. My little bell. I don't know. You can on your shoe <laughs> Ring my bell. Well, you know, we all had our special outfits. Do we want to talk about the first day of school, though? Like, our memories? Let's go back. I remember the first day of kindergarten. Yes, that's where I want to go with this, because the, so what year are we in? Do we have to say? Well, I guess not, I if you're brave.
0: 77. Okay. fall of... We're all sub- Gen Xers here. Yeah. Come on. I went in, and I went up to this cute little girl that was sitting, playing with toys, and I asked if she would be my friend
1: rave first day you of did school. Did she accept your friend request? She did. We were like really good friends until she moved away. Oh my gosh, you were so awesome. I remember being terrified of being in school, but I also had a really sweet teacher, and she was like one of those older women. I mean, she probably was only like in her 40s, but to me, she was an old, much older, wiser, and sweet woman. Did you have full day no. kindergarten? No, we had half days. Half day. Um, but I remember, I have quite a story about getting ready to go to kindergarten. Do you want to hear it? Sure. It's a thing. (laughs) So what happened was I was going to a school that had an, the name of the school had an affiliation. It was, it was named after my great, great uncle who came in and was a big important figure in the community. La ti-da. La da So somehow it came out that I was the first descendant to go to this school. And so the newspaper wanted to do a story on this. Whoa. And so I had to go into the school before anybody was there to meet with the principal. And we my mother was with you know obviously took me and we did a whole like interview with the reporter and I just remember being like shell-shocked because my principal picked me up and held me for the picture oh
0: my god and it
1: was the most awkward photo like my legs hanging out i'm wearing a dress because i of course i had to look fancy
0: i'm sorry you're missing my horrified look
1: yeah it was a hugely awkward moment and my mom's pregnant that's why she couldn't pick me up but whoever suggested the principal hold me i i was like not okay with that um so, so that you happened. weren't the
0: teacher's pet. You were the principal's pet.
1: I was the, I was the honorary pet of Please the school. Please tell me he didn't come she. out years. Oh, she. It was Ooh. a she. Sorry. She I was... never established it was a woman. Yeah. Okay. That is why I feel a like, little like, bit better. Um, yeah, yeah. This um, woman um, who I never met. But you have to understand, there's a thing that happened with her later on. So this story comes out in the paper of the day of going, you know, first day of school. So I'm... Like, really self-conscious because there's been this big to-do made about me going to the school. And then the first day of school is also the day before my birthday. Ooh. So I'm, like, getting excited because I'm going to be having a birthday the next day. And so there's a lot of excitement built up. Um, but I do remember going to school and wearing a special dress again. <laughs> just so everybody knew, like, did girls girl from the-, the newspaper. I don't know. I'm sure I had a bunch of things going on. But yeah, it was like I was like royalty going in, and to this day, like I just think it's so funny that how did this come out? I I'm like, did my mother call the newspaper? I just don't understand like how what where this triggered a big thing. But I was the only descendant to go to the school. By the time my sister came around, she was got she was already banished to the Catholic school where I was going. So I was gonna say it was. Old news, it was old news at that point. Like, oh, another descendant,
0: big deal. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, wow, I had no,
1: there (laughs) was nothing fancy about nothing fancy, but hey, you know, wow, you should appreciate that you didn't have to be in the newspaper because now, like, it's one of those things, like, it comes out and there's that awkward picture once in a while. I have to, like, you know, show it to my kids and things like that, and it's like, well, it's kind of weird. Uh, I did have my name in the paper Ooh.
0: shortly after my birth because my great-grandparents had an anniversary party whenever anything yeah. happened. Oh, those those social events were mm-hmm. publicized. Yep. And it said, you know, so many children, grandchildren – And the youngest of which, Little Miss
1: Melanie, who was just born. Meet Little Miss Melanie, destined for fame. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no wonder we're both kind of like media horse. Media horse. This is where it happened. We, Yeah. It's not (laughs) our fault. We were primed to be in the spotlight. Oh, all right. Was there anything about school that you really like look back and you're like, how did we survive that? Like just being in school, just the environment or what we had to deal with, the trauma. What was your trauma from school? I don't know that I necessarily had a whole lot
0: of trauma. See, yeah. I'm just so even cute. You are. I mean, aren't yeah. You? Um, I do think about the third grade, though, our teacher, if if you were misbehaving, you had to go sit under her desk. No. Yeah. For how long? It depended. What were you doing under there? It's I mean, dirty and gross. I didn't get in trouble. It was always, I just remember these two boys in
1: my class that had really? to do it. That is unreal. I guess it was better than the dense cap, but still. Yeah. You were banished under the desk. And another
0: thing I remember from the third grade
1: our teacher would come out with these big
0: pans of government um, peanuts. And it would be during our music period time where we were listening to music and she'd come around and give us little scoops of peanuts to eat while we listened to music. Today,
1: she would be arrested. Oh, yeah. Because of all the peanut allergies. Yeah, you could you not. You can You can barely. That would be attempted murder. Yeah. You can barely bring a peanut butter and jelly sandwich no. to school. No, you can't. You will be, it will be confiscated and you will be shamed. You might end up under a desk for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I um I don't remember like being punished in school other than having to go to the principal's office, the one who held me. I was in first grade. And of course, you know, you're not supposed to be chatty. I was very chatty as a kid. Surprise. Yeah, shocking. And uh it again, let's go back to it was my birthday. It was always at the beginning of school. Yeah. So the first or second day, whatever it was my birthday and I'm telling a kid that's my birthday I'm all excited and we're in line getting ready to go to lunch and I still remember getting called out by the alcoholic teacher. We hadn't had her she help, was her husband in rehab. yeah yeah it was early early days so she was not okay with me talking, didn't care that it was my birthday and banished me to the principal's office for lunch where I had to sit on the floor. In the office, and it was, like, these steps. It was a big, huge office, open office, or it felt big to me. But the steps, I remember, it was, like, grimy and gray. It was an old building. But, but the
0: principal was your buddy.
1: Why, why? No, I had to sit on the floor. That was part of the punishment. Really? Isn't that weird? I'm surprised she didn't say, Oh, Julie, you can't be sitting on the floor. Oh, so much for wanting to hold me. Yeah bitch. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where you are, but you should be ashamed of yourself. She was royalty, damn it. I know. I mean, I should have actually like sued for that. I mean, Mistreating you probably and still could. It's an interesting point.
0: Think of the suffering you've done yeah. over the last I think that few decades. It's my
1: core trauma. Probably. Yeah. Um, the other things, Mel, do you remember some of the like weird things in school that you look, look forward to being exposed to? Like, like, no, (laughs) No. like, no, listen, I have, are we talking about the janitor? No, let me explain. So I loved certain smells of school. Okay. And I loved the smell of glue, but it was paste. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And people would eat it. Oh, yeah. My little neighbor at the table, little boy named Tommy, he ate paste all the time. And it was chunky. It was weird. It was yeah. like oatmeal looking. There's chunks of horse in there. Chunks of horse. <laughs> what was paste versus glue? I, I don't know. I, One if was runnier. If anyone knows the difference in the ingredients, please enlighten us. Yeah. Um, yeah, one was really not. A, I mean, it was more like a you know yeah. typical glue experience. But paste was like you really had to invest in like spreading it well. Yeah, because the glue you could just squeeze it out. Yeah, like your Elm, yeah. Typical Elmer's a special like scooper yeah. and everything. So I remember paste being an experience, and then later on, I loved when I had to use whiteout, and uh, it was actually a thing in our day that whiteout was like a sniffing thing to get high. People were, like, sniffing. Well, you the... didn't know
0: that people sniffed glue to get high? We had a guy in town. There was a guy in the town I grew up with. He, His name was Buzzy, or Buzzy. That's what we called him. I don't know what the hell his first name really was. But Buzzy sniffed glue, and he would be walking the
1: streets looking so happy. Oh, my God. We missed an opportunity in school to just be yeah. happy little students. We could have all been sniffing. I mean, can you imagine?
0: That Everybody just so sitting good.
1: there. Sh- that's funny well whiteout though that was and actually there are kids who are dying from that i mean like anything that you're doing for a high not a good idea it's probably gonna get to a point where it kills you but yeah i mean we used to have all those smell and or scratch and sniff stickers and you had markers that's what started it for us we like got invested in sniffing at a young age with our sticker collections yeah that's a good point. So there's a lot of sensory stuff that comes up from school for me. I just I don't know if that's something that you, if anybody else has memories of childhood odors. <laughs> sounds really bad, but any specific smells from your childhood? I'd love to hear what they are. Yeah, uh, we're well at the end. We'll give you ways
0: to contact us. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't remember s- smelling things in school, but at my grandmother's house. She had a little desk for us with, it had blank paper, coloring books. There were nice. crayons in the special little drawer. And I used to just smell the crayons and be
1: like, oh, smells oh, so good. Yeah, smelling crayons. That is just like a quintessential I, thing. How sad would it be for a kid to grow up and not know what a crayon smelled like? It, it could be happening soon.
0: Yeah, really, because they, yeah. Here's your and,
1: tablet, kid. Here's your
0: phone. Yeah, you don't need to have this
1: utensil. You draw on a tablet. I remember yeah. my kid using a tablet to draw stuff, and I was like, that's not very exciting. Here's a crayon. Let's mess it up. Yeah, that's just wrong. Let's never, ever, ever banish crayons. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, as far as smells go. What about lunch? Oh, lunch. Joyful we can't time. ignore what we had, what we were fed Growing up as a hot lunch at school, do you remember beans and hot dogs, hot dogs, and honestly, like the deli meat that always had a sheen to oh, it. Oh yeah, there was always something pink on the meat. Yes, and it was like, why my deli meat at home doesn't look like that. My bologna doesn't have a sheen at home. No, it no.
0: it was all always had some little shine to it, and yeah. God only knows where it came from. I know that like in prisons, they get like scraps. To make uh, their food, like it's it's like rejected meat.
1: Rejected meat. So and maybe like that's filler. what they. Yeah, yeah it was probably. Well, they gave us fake cheese, and I don't know if people would know or or for Gen Xers remember that the cheese was not real, but it was like a what? block of processed fake cheese. I don't know. It was never. Was it the government cheese? cheese? It was the government cheese. We got fed by the government, and it was really just. I feel like it was like the military spam. There was spam being served, but one of my favorite things, despite this being like fake cheese and stuff, was the rectangular pizza.
0: Oh yeah, those were really good. That
1: was a big day when it was pizza day. Everybody wanted hot lunch on pizza day. Do you remember what it tastes like that cheese? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like that, I remember it was a distinct taste to that cheese. I do not. A bite. You don't recall. Oh my god, I'll never forget to it. It had a little like kick to it because it wasn't normal cheese. I don't know. I can't it wasn't like that craft macaroni and cheese cheese. Like that's the best to me. I could take that pouch and just squeeze that cheese into my mouth. Seriously? Oh my god, it's like the best. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's really gross. Um, also I was looking back on like examples from our childhood of what we had for lunch um items. And it was funny because there was like um this thing about they had a different requirements and guidelines for like what vegetables and fruits need to be served. And there was always like the fruit cup with all the syrup. Yeah. Which I don't know. Have you had a, a herb- million like calories and sugar, grams of sugar. But also they considered ketchup a, ve- a vegetable then. I mean, you don't consider it a vegetable now? Ketchup? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought of it as a vegetable at all. I mean, I know it has tomato in it, but is tomato a vegetable? I thought it was a fruit. See? E- either way, though. Fruit syrup. It's ketchup is
0: fruit syrup. And it's good. And it counts because vegetables and fruits are on the
1: same part of the pyramid. Well, they had it as a vegetable, so they were miscategorizing it. I don't know, tomatoes. It was loosey goosey back then. They weren't like, you know, trying to be how many fruits and vegetables a day, or maybe they were, but they were just taking what they could get. It felt like we were in the middle of the Depression.
0: Yeah. I mean, really, they rationed
1: us. They did. Yeah. You know, the peanuts. (laughs) Peanuts. (laughs) Peanuts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the one thing I do remember, though, was around uh, fall. Going into the cafeteria, into the kitchen, being allowed to go in. And um, we had a class project where we all made applesauce. Really? Yep. I and it was like that. hot applesauce, like freshly made because wow. you, know, you had to yeah, like, yeah. stir it until it disintegrated. And I remember thinking like that was the most exciting thing to have like a fresh food that I made. Like I wasn't allowed to use the stovetop at home. This I was probably in like second or third grade and we were in the cafeteria kitchen. That was like, ooh.
0: Well, when I was in the first and second grade, we were in a different building. So our food had to be bust over
1: to us. Bust? Bust over. Yeah. That is, well, so what did it arrive in? Like, do you remember? It was like. They would send a lunch lady that
0: had like these big, you know, vats of the foods and she would serve them to us just like. There was a kitchen at the oh, other school. Okay, part. yeah, yeah. We were still served on our little you realize trays. You said vats of food. Yeah, that is so
1: creepy. I mean, uh, I don't have a better word to use. Vats. Uh, I mean, wow. Can you imagine today if our kids got served? Well, they get free lunch. I mean, I yeah. can't believe that free lunch. I mean, you used to have to beg, borrow, and steal. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You had to pay for that fake cheese. I I mean, it doesn't grow on trees. Yeah, Literally, it does not. It does not grow at all. Well, what a trip down memory lane. Ooh. I feel like I could go on and on about back to school. I just want to hear everybody who is a Gen Xer, like, share their memories with us. And again, we'll say how you can reach out at the end of the episode. But I still, if I'm walking through,
0: like, Walmart, Target, whatever, I, I have to control myself because I want to buy new pencil the and, to
1: me yeah. it out mel i know and i want to oh you know if i go to the store to the grocery store and i forget my bags and i have to use pa- get paper bags i still hold on to them i think i'm going to have a reason to like cover a textbook this was one of my childhood satisfying memories of school is getting all my books and then coming home putting on the radio and spending a good yeah. hour or so, like, covering all the books. And you had to get the fold just right. That crease had to be good, and you didn't want to... And then you got to decorate it, though.
0: Oh, that, was, that the was the best part. Decorating all my... And then after so many months, you'd have to do it all over again because mm-hmm. you'd already filled in. I mean, you couldn't keep a heart mm-hmm. on there that said Joey's name when no, you are with Bobby now.
1: So... Yeah. Sounds like you had to do some major upkeep on those covers. Uh, I you know, I advertised my life. So
0: yeah. things change. Yeah. Things change your covers.
1: Well eventually they went from just like everybody using brown paper bags to selling fancy covers. Yeah. And I didn't like those as much. They no. were fine. And they they would rip easier. They ripped. Yeah. And they and just you, weren't it just wasn't the vibe. And you couldn't decorate it. No. It was all decorated. I didn't need that. I didn't need that in my life. I was very like organic, granular, evolving with the School year kind of experience, um, so yeah, that was like we couldn't not close out this segment without rem- reminiscing about covering a textbook, I mean, core it, childhood memory, and it's a skill that it it is You kids have these days. Polishing your shoes and covering a textbook gone, gone. I mean, what's well, the world come? To I it? don't know. I don't know, Mel. Well, what else is um going on in our life today? Where where do we want to go from here? Well. Last weekend, it was a long weekend. I decided that
0: I've seen all these different memes, TikToks of Pedro Pascal. Oh, I've got a internet's
1: daddy. Yeah. I had, I
0: could not recall anything I'd watched with him. Okay. So
1: I watched, oh, I forget the name of the movie. You know the name of the movie. Oh, with, um, Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yes, I know. I don't know the name of the movie, but Ugh. we'll go with that. Somebody does. Yeah, Sam. Sorry, it has the famous picture or moment where they're yeah. in the car. But um, I watched Last of Us too, and oh, you did it! You bit the bullet. I just love him. Uh, he's just so. He looks like so much fun. Oh my gosh, doesn't he? Something about the tone of his voice i don't know he could say anything to me I mean, and i would just i would melt
0: i i would gladly let him be my daddy if
1: oh my is. gosh you're like that's so is this your number one cougar crush right now like, right yeah oh in the movie unbearable weight
0: of massive talent that's which, what it was yeah i can relate to that too I, yeah <laughs> Yeah. Was this based somewhat on your life, you think? That's what I thought when I first saw the
1: title, but I, no one asked me to come in. No cameos. Nothing. Okay. Well, you know, I did a little digging on him before when I was like, obsessed after getting into the show. I yeah. got into the show before you. i going to take dips, But yeah, he's best friends with Sarah Paulson. They yes. started out in their acting days, um, kind of like he was struggling. He was a struggling actor. And yeah. He hit his stride until the past decade. Decade, yeah. But they're still BFFs. And they went to see Beyonce together Ooh. recently. And he was like a screaming girl. He was so excited to be there. And
0: he's a huge advocate for the LGBTQ yes.
1: community because yes. his sister yes. is a
0: trans.
1: Yes, that's woman- right. That's right. So, yeah, he's just a lovely human. I mean, he just, just looking at him, laugh and smile. It just makes me happy. I know. And if you can act beside Nicolas Cage and hold your own. I'm not a huge Nick Cage fan. No, but you know, he's, he's in everything. And I think he wants, you know, he is just the star of everything. But Pedro Pascal held his own. I feel like he kind of rivaled the presence in that movie. Um, I just hope he takes on more and more roles. I know he doesn't want to get pigeonholed until the last of us, but yeah, I, I'd watch him as that cat character Joel forever. And I mean, they're they're
0: planning more seasons, so we'll see where that well, brings see. him. So, who, so, who have you
1: been thinking of? Well, all right, you're gonna laugh at me because it's a. I have a very strange taste. It's all over the place. It's all over the place, but this guy has been like steadily in on my radar since day one when he came out in his first movie. Okay, do you remember Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Oh, you know oh where god, I'm god. going with this.
0: This is amazing.
1: Are you okay with who I'm going to say? You're just... Keanu Reeves. Oh my god.
0: Excellent. Excellent. <laughs>
1: I know Bill Tatts was a interesting movie. It kind of was an oddball movie that became a cult classic. I mean, what's funnier than watching two idiots to tri- a phone booth? And George Carlin was in it. Yeah, that too. That gave it so much cred. Yep. Street cred. Um, so he came back on the radar with um recently the Jack uh, John Wick? Oh, sorry. John Wick. The John Wick movies. I've been encouraged to watch those. So I've been planning to do that. But he was um, in his newer Bill and Ted's movie, and I wasn't going to watch it because I was like, you can't reprise that role. You're too old.
0: That was great.
1: It was fantastic. And the actresses they had playing their ch- daughters. Were perfect. Yeah. They Nailed are. it. So my kids watched that and then, well, we showed them the original Bill and Ted's and I think we even watched the one after that came out and then they've seen Bogus the new Bernie. one. Yes. The Bogus is Oh my God. All I remember is like a little Napoleon getting upset and going down the water slide. I recently read Napoleon really wasn't that short. Really? He was like average height. So they were just trying to like yeah, discredit him by making him this short, angry. Why Napoleon had a complex? <laughs> <laughs> you keep telling me. I'm short. I'm not short. Yeah. how tall was he? You think? I think it was five eight. It was on the shorter side for a yeah, minute. but it's, but it's not like he was, you know, a midget that they depict him as. Yeah, Not that that's a bad thing. No, and I'm not sure on the proper uh, yeah, term. Proper there, term
0: right? So if hopefully, I'm using we
1: a bad term. That's a Gen X moment. Yes, p- please let us know we will apologize. Yeah, we will we don't want to be canceled. Um we love everyone and we will insult
0: everyone. Yeah. We are not we prejudiced.
1: Opportunity in yeah. So yeah, Keanu though, always going to think of him as Neo. Um yeah, I just loved him in Matrix movies except for the last one I kind of felt like we didn't need it, but and it's it's fun. I don't know about you, but I just always picture
0: the move and the slow motion of yeah. him like Going backwards, flailing his arm. So
1: cool how he pulled that off. It was really, you know, there was no CGI or anything. No. It was all him. It was back in the day when. Love him. You had to do do your own. own. Yeah, do all your own stunts. Um, Keanu has aged well, I think, too, and he has a hilarious TikTok channel. So you should really check him out on TikTok. He's like a really decent man, too. Yeah, I think he's down to earth, and I think his girlfriend is adorable. She's an artist and yeah. just beautiful woman. Um, yeah, I think Keanu is just in, has aged so well. So he's my cougar crush this week. Well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talking about our crushes and mm-hmm. back to
0: school, um, I'm thinking about when I was, I'll say, fourth grade. My bestie and I, we would walk the playground with my tape
1: recorder. No, you did not. Have- yes. Loud. I don't know. They really let us. So, like a tape recorder. How long? It like, was that that longer thing. Yeah, rectangular. Yeah, yeah. before the like, the boombox. Yeah, thing. It yeah. was before yeah. the boombox. Wow! Oh, wow! You're going back. So you were uh, carrying this around. Yeah. What were you listening to? We're,
0: I was listening to Rick
1: Springfield. Oh,
0: Rick! Yes. I mean, I loved him. There was uh, Tony Basil with Mickey. Mm-hmm. Mickey, oh. Mickey you So, fine. so fine, You blow my mind, hey Mickey.
1: Hey Mickey. <laughs> It's, it's there. It's always going to be there. It will. Oh, my gosh. Dirty Laundry. Dirty Laundry? I don't know that
0: one. You don't know Dirty Laundry? Sing it. So back up to just tell you some of the things that inspired me to be the media whore communications major that I am. One, the song Dirty Laundry, which is about
1: reporting. <laughs> uh, of course.
0: WKRP in Cincinnati.
1: Yes. Great show. Excellent. Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown. Oh, my God. Uh, I loved Murphy Brown. Dirty Laundry. It's a Don Henley. Um, dirty little secrets.
0: Dirty little lies. Oh, you yeah. get the dirty little fingers in oh, everybody's lies. Yep. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Sure. There. It's there. Yeah. I like, I like that. See, you were pretty cool then walking around the playground. With That's what we thought. <laughs> As we strutted, like, oh yeah, <laughs> I got the music of you you the Pied Piper, and all the kids were following you around. Not really. No. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool, Mel. I um, I just remember my Walkman days, and I actually was thinking recently it'd be really funny to like. Get one off of, like, eBay or something just to show my kids, like, these were the tiny little, you know, headphones. that oh, yeah. And it would snap. You could just, like, snap those things. Easy peasy. And, um, but my Sony Walkman and walking around feeling cool because that was the first time you could really listen to music privately. Like oh, because yeah. My dad had big headphones. He would sit and plug them into his stereo system, which was a whole other display Played A-tracks. Yeah. Um, but this was, like, you could walk around and go anywhere and listen. Um, So, I remember doing a lot of taping of the radio. Oh, that was big. Yeah. But my first tape that I purchased was um, Dancing on the Ceiling. (laughs) Lionel. Lionel. And why? Why was this the decision I made? I have no idea. I was eight or nine years old, but I couldn't get enough of Dancing on the Ceiling. What a feeling. Oh, what a feeling, dancing on the ceiling. I can't even sing it now. But it was great. And then I remember George Harrison had a, had a song out at that time. My dad was the a big Beatles fan. So I was really into Beatles, and I knew who he was. And he, Well, he was part of the Traveling Wilburys. He was the Traveling Wilburys. But he yeah. had a solo thing. I yep. think he had one solo album. So the, I just remember those were my early tapes, and they were so random.
0: Did you know that George Harrison died mere hours before the birth of my son and i almost gave him the middle name harrison Ooh, harrison that's that would have been a really cool choice he he thinks that he may have some of george's spirit in him
1: does he now yes
0: like in what way i mean he's just i think he's just hoping
1: (laughs) he's like it'll channel through eventually yeah i'll reach that beatles level of fame Oh, interesting. Yeah. So those are, I mean, it's fun to go back and think about what we were listening to. And there's like a whole thing that we've been doing lately on Spotify, creating a playlist.
0: Creating so many there. songs. It's just, I've been listening, been listening to it I know you've a been lot. And it's just been crazy. The memories that come back when you're listening to it. Um, one of the songs I used to love and... Up. I still kind of classify it as one of my favorite
1: songs. Okay. It's walking on sunshine. <laughs> oh, it is so funny that you say that because I actually, that's my go-to song. Like if I want to like get kind of pumped. Riled up. Up. And you know, it's, it's happiness. It doesn't have to be like, I'm fired up and ready to go. No, like, it's I it's a happy kind of a thing. Be, but didn't, wasn't there a rumor that it was written about walking on her dog? I don't recall that. I think it was a like a playground rumor, but I re- I just remember being like sunshine was her dog. That's just stupid. I know, that's bogus. Bogus.
0: <laughs> I know. But yeah, I mean there's just so many cool songs.
1: I want people to check out our playlist which we will put up on our Instagram page and share or maybe even add to the notes on Spotify. I can figure out how to do that. Um, and we do want people to interact a little bit more with the uh, show as we get our feet wet. and we're starting to hear some great feedback from our early fans, people that are forced to listen because they know us. They yeah, and, you know, they are faithful
0: and mm-hmm. so positive. And I'm just thankful that we have these good people in our lives.
1: I am too. So thanks for encouraging the silliness to continue and, you know, find us latchkey. Chicks, the playlist on Spotify. We'll put it up there. Um, follow, subscribe to the show, and check out any. Sometimes we we're gonna start adding polls in Spotify. So when you go to the episode, you might see a poll, and that would be great if you filled it out. We're just trying to have a lot of fun. And we have get... some Instagram pics up there mm-hmm. to do with
0: what happened to us through the years, or stupid little mm-hmm. things we've talked about on here.
1: Revelations. Yeah. And we might show our like true nature, our silly selves, in other ways. So, yeah, we've got a lot of ideas, and
0: hoping to be able to really go somewhere here with you guys on this journey.
1: Because remember, our parents aren't home; we're left to our own devices. What are we going to do with it, Mel? Oh, God, only knows. I know. I mean, I really—you're the one who always like got into trouble and never got caught, right? So we're going to have a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Unless the Popo are really strict in this area. Yeah, right. We're hanging out in the new in Mel's hometown right now, so I'm not sure what the scene is here.
0: Yeah. You, you get a county cruiser go by, I don't know, every few months.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah. I mean, really, it's just like dealing with the hillbillies around. Pretty much. Is as long the... as you got your moonshine. Yeah. Oh, maybe we could like make some latchkey moonshine. Ooh, that would that be interesting. interesting. Ah.
0: But until then... Oh, yeah. You guys keep listening. And let us know. I was trying to think of, like, s- uh, something to call you all. Like, uh, you know, you're our key people because we're... Yeah. latching. <laughs> you know, that's just really lame, though. So... Latchies. The latchies? Yeah. I don't know. They
1: latched onto us? That almost sounds a little symbiotic. The suckers? The suckers. <laughs> But,
0: hey, you know, any ideas, just throw them at us, you yeah. wonderful, yeah. latchy suckers. <laughs> Listen to
1: the chicks. All right, everybody. What's our new smell? Stay gold, pony boy. Stay gold, pony boy. Nobody really will remember that, do you think? Uh, they will. All right. Maybe they'll let us know if they do. Yes. All right. Bye. One last thing,
0: guys. Uh, episode 3, we were discussing River Phoenix. He did have three sisters. Summer, Liberty, and Rain. Do you feel a theme going on there? Uh, and Bob Barker and Betty White, their feud was in regards to the elephant sanctuary at the LA Zoo. Betty thought it should be renovated. Bob thought that would be, be too much disruption for those poor elephants. So that is what caused their rift. Uh please email us at latchkeychicks at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and listen to that Spotify mix we've got going.